Blog Talk Radio. Temptations. Why we need them and what lessons we can learn from them. Inspiration for this chat today will come out of the Gospel of Luke. You have tuned in to Deadly Wealth Radio with Trudy Beerman. Thank you for taking us along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, or through our syndicated outlets. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that move Christians to profitable stewardship via debt-free wealth by embracing the Bible as a practical, relevant guide to success. Today's topic is why we need temptations. Leadership lessons from the Gospel of Luke. And my special guest today is Dan Har, a business consultant, author, speaker, but most importantly, my personal friend. And he's right now going through a Bible study series in Luke, and today we're going to chat about temptations, why we need them, what purpose they serve in our lives, and we will explore this through the filter of the experience of Jesus himself in his sojourn here on earth. Dan, are you there? Oh, yes. Yes, I am, Trudy. How are welcome, you? Welcome. Welcome, Dan. Hey, well, right, thank you. Go you ahead, know, Dan. I'll yeah. open the floor with you. Go ahead. I, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on, on today um, to talk to all of your listeners, and I want to welcome everybody who's listening in today uh, to talk about this concept called temptations, right, And and why we would – well, first off, let me just say that um, I have uh, one day I was sitting in the front row at church and the pastor was giving away his Bible and I took it. And I want to let you know something about a pastor's Bible just have the uh, ability to open up to just the right pages. And uh, this Bible happened to be the uh, New Living Translation. And um, it was the first time I read it. And when I got to the chapter, uh, when I got to Luke, I started to see it in a whole new light, that this was actually how Jesus built his mission. Uh, The book of Luke, chapters 4 through 12 specifically, talk about that. And what I want to do is start here with chapter 4. Well, actually, I'm going to start right at the end of chapter 3, where Jesus was actually baptized by John the Baptist. And um, he, you know, in Luke chapter 3, 21 says one day the crowds were baptized and Jesus himself was baptized as he was praying. The heavens opened and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove. And, you know, that seems like something miraculous and that doesn't happen to us. But um, my premise to you today is that you have a dream or a vision or a mission that you want to accomplish in your life. It's something that has been given to you. It is your Holy Spirit. And um, it's, it's something that you've been given to by God to go out and fulfill. And so I have that passion inside of me. I, I hope that you have it inside of you. And what um, my goal is to bring it out of myself and bring it out of you in such a way that we can go and affect the world in a positive way. And what Jesus did in Chapter 4 is it says here that um, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River where he was baptized and was led into the wilderness. 
there. He was tempted by the devil for 40 days, and he ate nothing. And, you know, the first temptation, the devil says to him, if, if you are the Son of God, turn this stone into a loaf of bread. Well, and Jesus says, people do not live by bread alone. We have that same temptation every day. We, we are faced with pay, pay, paying our bills. Our bills are a relevant part of everyday life. And you know what? That is kind of like our bread. And, and as we're up, but we have this passion inside that has nothing to do with paying our bills. And as a leader, um, if, if our focus is on paying those bills, if our focus is on feeding our hunger with, by, by the bread alone, then what we're going to find is that our experience is going to be kind of shallow. And what Jesus is reminding us here is that we do not live by bread alone. It's more than just paying our bills. It is that passion inside of us. The, the second temptation, um, where that, you know, he says to him, well, let me give you all of the kingdoms, right? And, and as a leader, it's really tempting to take all of the accolades, to be the one. But what I talk about more is that, you know, and, and I think what Jesus was talking about here, too, is that you must worship the Lord and serve only him. Well, how do we do that? We, we have this passion. The Holy Spirit has given us this dream, this passion, this vision that we want to go out and impact the world with. Whatever that message for you might be, it was given to you for a reason, and it's important that you share that message. And then that's how we serve our God, by being passionate, by serving the Lord here. Jesus is talking about that, his mission. And actually, we find out later why he is being tempted, why he was led into the wilderness to be tempted. Now, the third one here in, in Luke chapter 4, verse 12, um, he says, the scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. See, we are to be tested. That is why we are in the wilderness. And that, that, that journey into the wilderness is to be tempted for us. It's not for us to be tempting God. And so, you know, the devil says, well, throw yourself down and prove it to me that you are, the, are God. And Jesus says, no, I will not prove it to you. You see, and he goes on throughout this whole scripture. Jesus talks about he who has ears let them hear. He never tried to prove his message. He just delivered it. And um, here's the great part. You know, we, we come here, and the part I really like about this is here's where in chapter, uh, verse 14, Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit's power. See, he spent the 40 days in the wilderness to get clear about his mission, to get clear about the vision that he was given by God. It was that baptism that happened in verse 3, where the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove. We have that passion inside of us as well, and Jesus is telling us that we must spend some time to get clear on that. And, you know, the, the chapter 4 ends with such a great and powerful statement, because here is where Jesus declares his vision. And that's in verse 43. He says, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God in other towns too, because that is why I was sent. And see, that's why you were sent too. 
you were given this passion, this dream, this vision, at least that's how it seems to me uh, from reading the book of Luke, that you were sent to spread some good news as well. Uh, it may not be about the kingdom of God, but it may be about living life today with a passion and purpose, spiritual mission in life that is fulfilling and rewarding for you and that builds the treasures in heaven as well as the treasures on earth. And um, that, that, that's my dream for you today, is that you, you do one thing to clarify that vision that you dream about and that you do something today that you scheme about it so that you can become about it today in some way. And um, that's my leadership lesson that I've gotten from this book of Luke um, for today is, is these three temptations. We need them because they test us. They test us to see if we are ready. Jesus went in, you know, Moses uh, wandered in the desert for 40 years. Um, Jesus spent 40 days. Um, maybe you and I should spend some time ourselves. How long will it take for us? 40 days, 40 years, um, to go out and find that passion for ourselves. But see, it is inside of us. And we do have that dream for our lives that was given to us for a reason. And uh, I think that reason is a godly reason that you have inside of you. And so um, I'd like to know if you, if you have any questions, Trudy, about what I've thought here or any insights that you might want to share. Oh, I have a bunch. But I wanted to start out with uh, asking you to share your book. Um, you've authored a book, and I really loved the segue we talked about, about how your book actually speaks to that clarity you mentioned. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Trudy. You know, um, like I said, Moses spent 40, days in the world, or 40 years in the wilderness, and, and Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness. And most of us won't even spend 40 hours in a weekend to go to a webinar or a seminar, excuse me, to get clear about our vision. Um, and I've seen it happen many times because that's, you know, my passion is to put on webinars and seminars and help people define their vision and the message that they have that they want to share with people. And so um, I wrote a book called Creating a Vision to Lead, and it's really 40 minutes um, it's a 40-minute read that will assist you in, def in defining that vision for yourself and how to declare that to other people. Because, you see, like Jesus did here, you know, I, one of the things I love in the book is, you know, when he goes and asks his disciples, where's this chapter 5, right? He calls the disciples, and as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Um, he didn't talk them into it. And uh, he declared his vision, and people who liked his vision left everything and followed. And uh, I think as you become, as, as our dream as a leader, as we become clear about the message that we want to deliver to people, then what can happen is amazing things happen because people will not be following us, they'll be following that vision. And that's why I called my book Creating a Vision to Lead because I am not the leader, it's actually the vision. It's the passion, it's the mission that I have to share with others that is not unique to me. It's common, just like you have one, Trudy, that is common to people. That's why they follow you. They don't follow you necessarily because of you, but because of 
your passion about that message, and your delivery of that message resonates inside of them. And that's why I wrote my book, Creating a Vision to Lead. And there is a special offer you have for the audience. You want to mention that? Oh, yeah. So, you know, normally this book sells for $19.99. Um, I'm going to send a PDF version, uh, and I'll put a link in our comments section below here, uh, or I'm going to sell it for half price to a special debt-free wealth, um, uh, debt-free wealth special for $9. Okay, guys, so look in the comment area below the show page. However you found our show today, um, there will be a link to Dan's book, and it will be a special link giving you a, a half price off of the regular sale price uh, uh, 40-hour great read, A Vision to Lead. Is that the name of the book, Dan? That is Creating Your Vision to Lead, Your Guide to a Significant Life. And, and really what it is, it allows you to, to c define your vision uh, by first defining your values and the characteristics that you want to be known for and then how we apply those into our dream and our vision for the future so that we go and find people who have the similar values, the similar characteristics that we have, and that makes for a wonderful experience of life because it's a group of people all moving in the same direction. Like Jesus, those who fought, let he who has ears, let them hear. And as you become clear about your vision, those people will then become clear about their ability to want to follow you because what you're talking about is what they dream about, and they want to talk about it like you. They want to be passionate about it. And that's what uh, Jesus found here in the wilderness, is that desire to remind us to stay focused on our vision, our purpose, our desire for contribution to the planet, and not necessarily to feeding ourselves. He tells us over and over again that we will be taken care of as long as we stay true to that spirit inside of us that says, go out and share this message with others. So that's my message here on temptation, The temptation helps us be clearer. It helps us be stronger. It, it reminds us that why we are here. And as it, you know, um, it makes it, it's like the refiner's fire. Uh, it puts us in there and makes us stronger and stronger and stronger each time we overcome that temptation and are reminded that we have a purpose and a passion and a vision to make a difference in this world for people's lives. And it was given to you for a reason. Or it should. All right, so you made mention earlier of the temptation being common to us, and I wanted to pick up that reference. It's 1 Corinthians 10:13, and using the NIV version, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So I want to just pick up here and just throw my own couple, two cents in here, Dan, because this is a fantastic topic. I'm so glad um, you suggested it today. Um, you mentioned that um, temptation really is like that refining fire, and I agree with you if we overcome it. And what this verse is saying, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, is that any temptation we face, we're not alone. It's very common to all of mankind. There is a way out from under it, but we may need to go help get God's help with that. It's not necessarily going to be blatantly, you know, the easy way out's right in front of us. And in fact, 
each of those temptations that Jesus faced, he, he quoted scripture. So he came full-blown with the scripture, which means it, he went to the Bible as his resource to help him. Well, he is the word. He went to the, to the scripture to really help him blow through those temptations. He didn't try to do it on his own strength. The other thing that I wanted to throw out there is that the type of temptation that we endure, the type of temptation that comes to us really speaks to something that is in our future. Because look at what temptations were brought to Jesus and what they were really trying to stop him from accomplishing. If Jesus had given in to any of those temptations, one of which was self-glorification, Right? But all glory was to go to God. He's like, you know, that's basically what he was saying. But one of those things was self-serving, feeding himself, self-glory, instead of going, letting God getting the glory, and then, and then proving God. He wanted to take the credit for being God and like, I can do this, I can do No, he was putting back everything to God. And that is a strong temptation. A lot of us, we will face unique temptations based on where we're at and where the devil absolutely knows we're going. And I'm going to support that with the story of Job. Uh, we all know, a lot of us know the story of Job, but a lot of us focus on, oh, poor Job, oh, woe is me, oh, look what Job went through, and look at the prosperity he had, he lost, and he regained. But there is a single little verse in Job that a lot of people forget. It was Job 3.25. The thing I feared the most has come upon me. And I want us to be very careful about that when we're thinking about temptation. The devil absolutely knows our potential weakness, the areas we're likely to fall in and fall from, especially with that vision you're talking about that God has planted in us. There's something we're supposed to accomplish. But there are areas that we're likely to be weak in, or if we don't exceed and overcome those, they're going to absolutely interrupt our delivery of that vision. And, and the devil knows exactly what they are. And a lot of times we speak those out. We say, oh, my gosh, I'm, you know, like in Job's case, he was wealthy. He had his, his fear was that he would lose those things. And that's exactly what the devil brought to him in belief that if he really lost those things, he would fall away from Christ. And in the devil's case, if we know the story, he was an angel in heaven, and he, the very things that he's trying to trip Jesus up with were the things that he did not himself overcome. He wanted the glory for himself. And a lot of us were facing challenges that if we're not, if we look at those challenges, at the root of those challenges, something, that refining fire that Dan, Dan just spoke about, that we need to be really tested in to really get that scuff off of us because that is the area that we need to overcome and we may not be able to do it in our own strength. We need to take that that example that Jesus gave us as a template for facing temptation and, and hit it face on with the gospel because chances are, because the devil came to him when he was very weak. He had already fasted for 40 days. He was an absolutely hungry human. And, you know, here was the devil, you know, dangling the carrot in front of him, the very thing that we think is going to solve our problem. But it's a worldly solution when God has a godly solution for us. Dan, I, I know I threw a whole lot out there, but I really love this topic. I really, really thank you for bringing this topic. Having said all that I have said, do you want to add anything? Well, you know what? Every day it's those temptations. It's the little temptations that we must overcome on ourselves. The temptation for anger or the temptation for blame or the temptation to want to quit when that um, 
adversity comes up, the temptation to not overcome those challenges, they they come every day. And and the, how do we stay within ourselves? It's back to you know God gave us that one thing. He gave us that Holy Spirit. He gave us that dream and that vision. And when the world is coming around trying to tell you to give up on it, when it's trying to tell you that it doesn't matter, that it's trying to tell you that you are not enough, um, maybe all of that is true, but that vision was given to you. It is your Holy Spirit. It's God-given. Mm-hmm. right? And that's the part, if you can be clear about it, you can rely on it day in and day out and use that as, you know, that's, the, that's your mission, right? That's your passion. And it no longer becomes about me. It's about my mission. It's about my passion. And uh, it's about my desire to make a difference in the world. And when you stay there, yes, it's given to you by God. And yes, we do need the support of others. Uh, That is part of that challenge. Um, But it really does come down to we have to overcome that temptation within ourselves to give up. Don't, don't ever give up on that dream because you were here, it was given to you for a reason. You might have to, to overcome some challenges. and You might have to give everything that you have and then some uh, to attain that dream. And you might have to give up some things that you've always done in order to make that come true. And those are the temptations, and, and that is a personal challenge. And you know what, Trudy, you've uh, – Showing how to do it all uh, as well because you posted online and actually I, I was thinking of Job as a conversation for us today and maybe we can have that conversation at another time because uh, you and I and many others have experienced that feeling of having everything and then losing it and now how do we rebuild that again? Um, it's back to mm-hmm. going back into that we're in that wilderness to be tested for something great that we have to accomplish. Absolutely. And uh, I want to just reiterate something that Dan said earlier. For that vision to really move you forward and pull you through those difficult times, you have to have a very, very clear vision. You have to have a clear vision because you don't have to have the, the, the whole picture in terms of, you know, exactly where you're going, next step, next step, but you have to be clear about why you're getting up every morning. It has, you know, if you, are, if you can spend that 40 minutes, like he said, 40, uh, 40 minutes to just, you know, invest in yourself 40 minutes to get absolutely clear because sometimes it's that mission that keeps us moving even on the most difficult days. So I'm going to invite you to really look at um, get grabbing Dan's book, to help you get some clarity there. And, of course, uh, I have also other resources for you, but you guys, if you connect with me, you know exactly how to get those. So I want to, first of all, thank you, Dan. Absolutely thank you for being on with me today. (laughs) And I'm going to be honest, he saved me because I was so tired, and the show I had planned today, I just was unable to deliver. (laughs) So, Dan, I appreciate you in more ways than one. And I wanted to just share with us again really quickly um, how the audience can follow up with you after the show. Remember, some are listening live, some may listen later. So how can they connect with you at some later time? Well, I'll tell you what. The devil has been tempting me because somebody hacked into all of my websites, and I have not rebuilt them yet. So, you know, you can get a hold of me on Facebook. Um, A Vision to Lead is a, my Facebook page there. I also have Dan Har, Personal Development Speaker. I'm going to put that in the comment section 
on the page where you found this link, uh, all those ways that you can get a hold of me. Uh, and also, you can get a hold of me also at my email address is danhar.com at gmail.com. And if you mention this show, I will uh, send you a link also as to how you can get a hold of my book at the special debt-free wealth bonus price of just $9 to uh, assist you in the exact plan you need to go and create a vision for your life and a vision that leads you and others to a significant lifestyle. Fantastic. Okay, um, guys, I challenge all leaders, entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, breadwinners, step into your moment. Remember, the easiest way to connect with me is to download my app to your smartphone. No more typing in websites. The radio show, everything's right there. And join us next week on Debt Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Behrman. We're going to actually be looking into intellectual property income opportunity, intellectual property. Do you know what that is? We're going to talk about what that is and why anyone can participate in it and how to build an income stream from intellectual property into a lasting legacy that lives beyond your lifetime. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Let's pick up the momentum and press on for the high calling of Jesus Christ. Uh, Dan, thank you again for being my special guest. And we will see you all next week.